Hello, Black Healing Matters family. This is Danielle here at the Black Healing Matters podcast, where we offer you ideas to hopefully move you one step closer to your healing. And today is a beautiful Tuesday. Hope you're having a good one. And on this Know Thy History Tuesday, we usually dig into African history. Why? Because Unfortunately, many of us don't know much, if anything, about African history. We may know about some African-American history. Um, We may know what we learned in school when we were a kid about the few uh, African-American leaders. However, we don't know much about who we were as a people before slavery. You know, that we actually did exist far, 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 far before slavery. And even before Europeans entered Africa, Africa had their own thing going on. (laughs) Africans had their own thing going on. And so today on this Tuesday, again, Know That History Tuesday, we really try to uncover some of that African history to not only dredge up history, but to also ignite the spark of pride inside of ourselves and knowing that we were somebodies, we are somebodies, and that we came from greatness and we're going from peak to peak. And on that note, let's talk about this today's topic. Let's get right into it. And so last week we talked about some ancient uh, African constitutional law. And today I'm going to continue that because it was, it was a quite, quite a popular episode. Um, And so what I hope to accomplish by by sharing this information with you is not just to, to, you know, share random stuff. This is not random at all, actually, Uh, but to just not just to share African law. Uh, So obviously it's not a law class (laughs) or law podcast, but to really help us understand how our ancestors lived. And I think for me, at least by reading this, it gives me so much insight as to how and why we as black people particularly um, tend to react the way we do to this imperial European style of law and just managing of resources. And I think we as African people have a very different approach fundamentally, culturally, to the law and what it means to um, be um, to be a human being, really, and, and, and to operate within a, the society at large. And so obviously our law is a reflection of the culture. And I believe that we will see a lot of our culture in this law. Okay, so today I'm going to, as I said, continue uh, and share with you six more African constitutional laws that maybe you didn't know about. This might surprise you, okay? So I'm going to, as I said uh, last week, I am reading from a, uh, a book called Destruction of Black Civilization, Great Issues of a Race from 4500 BC to 2000 AD by Chancellor Williams. Okay, so this is the um, principle of ancient African constitutional law number nine. 
The land belongs to no one. It is God's gift to mankind for use and as a sacred heritage transmitted by our forefathers as a bond between the living and the dead to be held in trust by each generation for the unborn who will follow and thus to the last generation. So that's number nine, okay? Number 10, I'm sorry, that was number eight. Number nine, each family, therefore, has a right to land free of charge, sufficient in acreage for its economic well-being, for the right to the opportunity and means to make a living is the right to live. Hmm. Again, these are constitutional laws of ancient Africa. Number 10, the land accordingly cannot be sold or given away. Now, I want to stop there for a second. That is, um, actually, that is a part of number nine. So um, that is very different from, <laughs> extremely different from what we see and experience through the, the, the law system that we have in today in, in um, modern times, right? Everything is owned. <laughs> All land is owned. And so the concept of owning land was really a foreign concept to Afri ancient African people. And so you can understand maybe why, you know, they, they didn't care. They didn't think much about, what do you mean, selling land. There was no such thing, according to the ancient African constitution. Moving on, the land may be held for life and passed on to the family's heirs and so on forever. The chief is the custodian of all land, the principal's duty being to assure fair distribution and actual use of the land. Next and last, the final, number 10, I'm going to share with you. This is uh, the final constitutional law I will share to, for today, is all monies, gifts, taxes, and other forms of donations to chiefs or kings still belong to the people for relief or aid to individuals in times of need. Isn't that interesting? Can you imagine all the taxes, all the money that politicians um, accumulate, I guess, uh, and collect for their campaigns? All of that money that was raised for every political campaign actually belongs to the people and can be redistributed to the people in times of need. Isn't that interesting? Can you imagine just you know, taking this a step farther, Black Healing Matters family, can you imagine what a, our world would be like if we did actually live by some of these principles? by this constitution, that we couldn't own the land, 
that our answer, I'm sorry, our elders were the council, the first council, and they made decisions on behalf of the community. And that everyone got land for free and therefore was able to make a living because having land is was equivalent to making a living, is the right to live. Can you imagine that type of environment where no one's trying to take other people's land because everybody has enough? Wow, that's a profound difference between that and what we experience today in a capitalist world where everyone is fighting for more, more, and more resources to control the limited resources that we have. Interesting. What do you think about this? Please, I would love to hear your thoughts. Give me a shout out, give me a comment, give me a call in, give me a, an email. Um, again, blackhealingmatters at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you on this topic because I believe this is really a, a fundamental difference uh, that we as a descendants of Africa have to come to grips with. And I believe it's still really part of us that many of us feel this way. Um, but living in a Eurocentric world have been kind of warped or changed in our values. And so, again, I really love to hear from you on this topic. Please do reach out. And again, if you enjoyed this message, please share it um, and, and so that other people can find it and benefit from it, too. And on that note, Black Healing Matters family, I love you. As always, stay blessed. Black Healing Matters.